0: Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 180 of Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm Heather Brooker. My guests today are the hosts of the Why Mommy Drinks podcast. Betsy Stover and Amanda Allen are here to talk about their show and about being moms and comedians, and it's a lot of fun. So here we go. Hello, Mama.
1: Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather.
0: Hi, friends. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far. My week is going swimmingly. I went to the premiere of It Chapter 2 last night. Ah. Okay, listen, I'm not a scary movie fan. I did not see the movie. I know enough about it, um, thanks to all the info Chris gave me, to be able to accurately talk about it and ask questions um, of the cast. I know Halloween is coming. A lot of my friends are big scary movie fans. I love Halloween. I just don't like scary movies. Um, I'm an oxymoron. I get that. (laughs) Very excited to share my interviews with you today. My guests are Betsy Stover and Amanda Allen. They are hosts of the Why Mommy Drinks podcast. It's very funny. They're both very talented and funny improvisers and actors and performers um, here in Los Angeles. They're also both moms of three. They each have three kids. Wow it's a lot it's a lot of work, so you can imagine they also have a lot of really funny stories to share, so I can't wait to share their interview with you guys as well for me, Channing's first week of school is just rocking on by. she's having the best time ever she loves her friends she is very excited to try to uh or to buy her own lunch um, she's been trying to convince me that she should have lunch money so she can start buying her own lunch and personally, I don't want her to do that yet. I think that um, when she's a little bit older and can make smarter food decisions on her own, um, I would rather her do that. But she has been trying um, and really putting up some valid arguments for why she should start taking lunch money and eating in the cafeteria. Uh, So we'll see. I don't know. I may cave, but I doubt it. I'm a pretty... I'm a strict mom, you guys. A lot of people know I'm a cool mom. I'm fun and all that stuff. But I'm also pretty strict about certain things. And um, yeah, so that's what we're doing so far. A lot of fun things have happened in the last week. So a week ago, I launched a new show with Aaron Ziering on the AfterBuzz TV network. It's called Inside 90210. And of course, Aaron Ziering, as you guys know, is married to actor Ian Zeering, who stars on BH90210. And we are dishing about all things um, 90210 since we're friends with the cast. And um, she's known them all, obviously, a lot longer than I have. And we're sharing like little inside secrets and little tips about the show that you're not going to see anywhere else. And that airs live on the AfterBuzz TV network every Thursday morning at 1030. And um, we're having a lot of fun. So if you want to check it out, that'd be great. It's also on their YouTube. You can watch it again if you missed previous episodes. Uh, You can watch it again on their YouTube or Facebook page. And there's also a link up on motherhoodandhollywood.com. And what's coming up? Ooh, the Emmys. The Emmys are coming up in a few weeks. I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) wear. I still have a little bit of time, but I should probably get on that. It's uh, always kind of an intimidating time for me to try to find something Gorgeous and elegant and all of that good stuff. Um, and and also be comfortable because ultimately at the end of the day, I'm working. I'm not there as a guest uh, yet, but I'm there working. So um, So it'll be a good time. A lot of fun. All right. That's going to do it for me for my mommy monologue. I hope you guys, um, are enjoying the show so far. If you are, please take a minute and leave a review. If you're a long time listener, first time listener, whatever the case may be, I'm glad you're here. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show and leave a quick review. It lets me know that you're enjoying the content that I'm bringing you, you know, um, podcasts are free entertainment um, that you guys can get anywhere anytime so it means a lot to the podcast creator if you take a minute and leave a review just a kind word or two would be super helpful all right let's get to my interview right now with the hosts of the why mommy drinks podcast betsy stover and amanda allen I am excited to have you guys here at the round table, the podcast round table. I have Betsy Stover and Amanda Allen from Why Mommy Drinks. Um, seriously, why does mommy drink?
1: <laughs> um, hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks for Hi. having us on <laughs> the Thanks show. For uh, I'm Betsy yes. Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. <laughs> um Uh, why does mommy drink? Yeah.
0: Where did this come from? This is such a great name and such a great idea (laughs) for a podcast because that's one thing. First of all, everybody can relate to.
1: Oh yeah. Um,
0: so tell me a little bit about how, uh, this came to be.
1: Well, I have three kids who they're currently eight, seven and three. And I have, uh, I have three kids. I have an eight year old and then twin six year old, uh, girls and Amanda and I are in the same online mom group, and one day I had a really harrowing experience <laughs> at a sporting goods store with uh, my kids, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I sort of like just vented on our moms group, mm-hmm. just this long story of this insane trip to you know the sports store to get <laughs> soccer cleats or whatever the heck, and uh, and Amanda was like,
2: you you, well, I, I was like, oh, this is my everyday yeah. too, like. And I wrote and was like, I think this should be a podcast. Yeah. Uh, I had always been talking to friends in the past about, like, uh, like all the stories. Mm-hmm. And I kind of would always think, like, it could, you know, it's a good way to be like, hey, at least it could always get worse. <laughs> like exactly. You, you could have my life. <laughs> and so Betsy posted and it felt like I was reading my life. Like, yeah. I was like, somebody else gets the super chaos. You found your kindred spirit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that. And it's really nice because we can sort of, uh, it's cathartic. We can tell stories from our life about <laughs> these uh can we swear on this show? Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> we can tell everyone our shit shows yeah. uh, that we have all the time with mm-hmm. our kids. Um, and sometimes it's things our kids did or sometimes it's things that parenthood has sort of uh, done to us. Thrust yep. upon you. Exactly. <laughs> and then um, and then people can either laugh and be like, ha ha, at least it's not me. Yeah. Or they can be like, oh, thank God I'm not the only one. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Right. There is something to that, that if we share our stories, it's all about, you know, everybody's all about sharing online, whether you do it on Instagram, Facebook, your website, whatever you're sharing and it's cathartic for you to just let it out. Mm -hmm. But then it's also cathartic for the person reading it where they're like, Oh damn, that's worse than the day I had, you know, or whatever. Or like, that's me. Yeah. So I think that's ultimately why people share. Um, I try not to be an over sharer. Like I still keep a large part of my life to myself because um, I don't think people are that interested in what I'm doing every <laughs> single day uh, although I force it on them a lot um, but I want to talk a little bit about why you guys are in LA like what brought you here is it the dreams of stardom is it uh, something other than that like tell me let's start with Betsy what, what brought you here
1: so I was living in New York City that's where I met my husband we had our first two kids there we were in Brooklyn and uh, we kind of met so he he's a writer, actor, performer. I'm a um, an actor, comedian. We both improvise. He and I uh, at, at the UCB, Upright right? C- yeah, yeah, at the UCB theater, and that's where I met Amanda like a hundred years ago. Years ago, um, <laughs> we were so young and fresh. We were so yeah, we were just little fetuses, <laughs> um, and uh, we met there doing comedy and. I think my husband and I both felt like we were in a bit of a holding pattern with our career. We were just sort of treading water and there wasn't... In New York? In New York, Mm -hmm. yeah. There wasn't kind of anywhere else to really go. We'd kind of done what we could do. uh, And we felt like our kids... uh, I kind of wanted to have a third kid, Mm. which I ended up having, um, but... Out in New York, it just kind of wasn't feasible yeah. unless you're like a millionaire. I just I'm just i always
0: curious about the, how actors are surviving, especially double actor families, how you survive um, not just in L.A., but New York as well. Because I know with a one actor family, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I also have a job on top of it. I had to get a job on top of it because acting is so inconsistent, as you guys know. Um, and I'm always curious to see, like, what do you do? Like, how do you make that work when you're a double actor family?
1: Yeah, for us, it's been, you know, decades of hustle, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure as it is for everyone. Eventually, my husband, once we started having kids, got like a full-time day job. Mm -hmm. And then he he and I both uh, teach improv comedy at UCB Theater. And we've done that for the past mm, 19 years or so. That's amazing. Yeah, it's been a really nice uh, way to just... Yeah, make ends meet. And uh, so we do classes. Sometimes it's once a week and sometimes it's five times a week. Yeah. Um, And uh, so that's how I make money a lot of the times. And Mm. then uh, voiceover, acting jobs, you know. uh, Just kind
0: of do what you can. Actors get really good at getting creative and ways of making money. Um, and that's one thing that I really have to give, especially in LA and New York where it's so hard. The cost of living is so crazy. You just have to be like, okay, what can I do mm-hmm. <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to make money? Um, and she mentioned voiceover work and I want to talk to Amanda
2: a little bit about that. So what brought you to LA? And- uh, yeah, the same. So it was a very similar story. We were in New York, um, and had moved to New Jersey when we had kids so that we could be in the suburbs and live that life
0: did you guys know each other in new york before you came here so you've literally been friends since new york or before then yeah we've
1: actually become closer friends here closer friends here yeah
2: but we probably met in like 2002 that sounds about right okay yeah so um then uh and we used to do voiceovers in new york together all the time that's mostly where i would see you uh like on that circuit (laughs) because we sound similar so then you see the same people over and over Um, I had done voiceovers for years in New York, and it was mostly commercial. Mm. Yeah, And the thing I kept hearing was, you should move to LA because animation is there, and you have a great voice for animation. Um, And that sounded like a great idea, but I was settled and was doing the mom thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was watching all my friends, like Betsy, online, and they were posting these amazing pictures of... beautiful beautiful. (laughs) warm air palm trees and
0: peach and i would be Mm -hmm. freezing
2: um and then we had twins and when we had the twins that winter like carrying double car seats over snowdrifts to go into a quick voiceover audition and like that hustle just felt even harder and um yeah i turned to my husband and was like you know are we really gonna do this this? like for the rest of our lives are we gonna do this where we live nine months indoors Mm -hmm. um and there is that great unknown of LA there's so much more entertainment here yeah for both of us my husband works in tv so it was like even the New York you know what he had done there was getting to the place where it was like well I could stay and do this forever but LA offered more opportunity Mm
0: -hmm. do you think it's easier to make it in LA than New York no No. oh
2: interesting I think it's much harder to get an agent in New York and Mm. to, to work in New York
1: Oh, but in terms of like getting work, I felt like I had an easier time in New York.
2: I did too. Yeah. But what, to get to that point? Yes. It was harder because there's, most people go there to be theater actors. Mm -hmm. Right. And the, and the entertainment, the amount of paying work is so small Mm -hmm. that in order to actually make money and to have an agent that's like pushing you, you have to be very good.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: And, and so out here I feel like because there's so many people and there's so much that it's so oversaturated that it's easier to get representation. It just might be. Harder to get to break through, work. yeah, yeah. To get work, actual absolutely, paid work. yeah. Because I worked very so
1: consistently in New York, yes. and six years here, and I'm still like Jesus. Yes, <laughs> you're like hello. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, that's so interesting because when I I didn't go to New York, I actually was too intimidated by the idea of New York. Because when I graduated college, um, <laughs> I wasn't a triple threat. I wasn't a trained yeah. dancer, singer. You know, I could act my pants off, but I couldn't do those other things. And I really felt like to make it in New York. That's what you had to do. That's what everyone in my class was doing, you know, and LA wasn't even an option. Like no one ever said, we can go to LA, you know, don't have to be that talented (laughs) (laughs) to make it in LA. If only I had known. Um, So I went into journalism and became a reporter. So I was like, okay, I'm going to tell stories this way. And I'm, and I also, there's that performance element of it. And then eventually found my way back to um, acting and performing. And that's why I'm in LA where I had the experience of, a lot of success right away. I did a bunch of TV shows. I was like, "Yay, I'm gonna make it!" <laughs> and now here I am, like 14 years later, going, uh. "Yeah, did I? Where did I go wrong? Like, what happened? <laughs> like, it seems like everything was going up, and and now it's just sort of flatlined." Yeah, um, it's hard because it hard. ebbs
1: and it. F- Flows, yeah, ebbs and, and flows, yeah. And you're like, should I hang it up now? And then we all yeah. know someone who was like, I'm about to hang it up, and then I got a big and then roll, they got it and big. Then, you know, yeah. So you're like, well, I'm maybe moving I just back keep to
0: Minnesota, staying
1: in the mix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's where I'm from. I know. I was <laughs> like,
0: I can tell, you. I can hear your accent. I think we talked about that on your show. I was on their show, you guys. By the way, I'm going to put a link on <gasps> yeah. that too on my website so you guys can listen to that as well. Um, but it's what's interesting to me is how our mindset shifts once we become parents. Mm-hmm thing our priorities change um I don't think our dreams ever necessarily change but they certainly get added to like I now have dreams for my daughter um that I don't necessarily force on her I try not to do anyway but I have dreams for her and I feel like if I work harder maybe I'll have a better chance of helping her reach her dreams do you guys feel like your career like talking about like should I hang it up or should I keep going like what has shifted um since you've become parents in your own personal career and,
2: and life? I remember when I, uh, there I had a significant shift happen when I had my son. Mm-hmm. Um, so so be- your oldest? Yes. Uh-huh. So before I had him, um, I would sit, if I didn't hear from my agent's, like, every day, I was like, they're dropping me. <laughs> like, it's over. Yeah. I, I I was constantly like, oh, no, oh, no. Meanwhile, I was at this place. Like, I had a great agent and a great relationship with them. Um, but anytime like, I was so fixated on, I have to book this job. I, my, yeah. my self-worth was wrapped into my work. And then after I had Wesley, um, I didn't, like, they could go three, four days, and I was thankful. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, good. I don't have to think about that How right many
0: now. times have you gotten an audition where you're like, crap? Like, what am I going to do? I have to figure out what to do with my kid tomorrow. Oh, all oh, the yeah. time. Yeah. That, that for me was a big change yes. where you're like, you go from audition to, yes, you know, and then you're like, shit, what am I going to do?
1: Yes. Oh, in New York City, mm-hmm. I would bring my oldest yeah. kid mm-hmm. to auditions all the time. Yeah. And yeah. Even hold both of them, <laughs> like, you would just give them to someone yeah. in the room and hope they don't steal your kid. Or diddle them. <laughs> yeah. For real. I mean, oh.
0: actually, I know. <laughs> it took you a second you're like what i was like "Uh uh-huh oh Oh, damn she was terrible um no i take channing i take channing with me to auditions all the time and people i have actor friends always ask me like how do you do that what do you do and i'm like she's been coming with me to auditions since she was two months old so she knows now we walk in she sits down she watches and then we leave Mm -hmm. and then um now she's old enough where she gives me tips (laughs) but like they're really sweet they're like good job mommy or like <laughs> or like that was really funny like it's it's sweet that she gets to see me work mm-hmm. and do what I do have a job and yep. I'm not just at home waiting for her to come home yeah so i love that you guys take your kids you both take your kids to
1: auditions well i don't anymore. no a lot of them they're are older at home now, right? now too yeah, yeah my and my 3 year old even i'll just i'll find childcare as yeah. much as possible just yeah. cuz it's really hard to focus mm-hmm. yes. it's really hard to I mean th- I think that's the biggest uh, adjustment uh, trying to be an actor and follow that career trajectory while parenting mm-hmm. uh, because there's just you're you're spinning so many plates and your focus is so split and they all feel important yeah. and uh, so yeah definitely if I have my kid at my at an audition I just can't focus yeah it's more like oh i gotta the, get in there and just do these lines and then I, and then i need to leave and you know get him lunch and you know yeah. it's like just another thing instead of like the mm-hmm. thing
0: yeah so you know you have a full-time job that you go to amanda right yeah um do you still do auditions or yeah. do you just do voiceover stuff you still go to ad- acting uh, auditions?
2: all voiceover now yeah no on camera no no why um i don't have on-camera representation so that's one thing. Okay. So I only Do you get, want to though. I don't know. I So <laughs> back East, my agent had an on-camera department mm-hmm. and I started to see what my type was. And that was so depressing. Like it was like the lady at the airport for the, at the gate like where you pay the parking lot attendant in the airport and it was like she was having oh, bowel problems the yeah the lady in the booth was having bowel problems like that's the stuff I was getting oh, called for and I was oh, like I, I don't it. think my self esteem can take
1: oh, this oh my god the worst Just was that all I, ladies who had the shit yeah
2: and it was like it looked like me like even the storyboards look like me You're and I was like, all like all oh I guess that's my type I don't even realize that inside I think I'm like still like 20 and hot I know. And mentally right.
0: I'm totally like 25 yeah. killing it but, but then I'm like like Ooh. bus driver yeah. uh, <laughs> right <I'm always laughs> bus driver or lady cap and lady i'm cop. like i'm Listen. lady cop all the time voice right? wise. you would all be all the co- time yeah with lady, lady cop the it's the it's the world of character actor oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i was always cute it. and
1: quirky and then the older i got the more it was just like mom, mom. yes uh, funny mom quirky yeah. mom fat mom <laughs> uh, all the fat, moms. funny mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> all the types of
0: moms uh, <laughs> but i
2: do do my auditions in the morning for mm-hmm. voiceovers and then uh if there's in person i just leave because at my job i'm lucky enough that i can kind of i'm in control of my schedule oh, that's nice. so i can say like i have to go at this time a and i'll be back. back yeah and they all know what i do mm-hmm. so i don't have to hide it i used to have to hide i felt like i had to hide my job oh, yeah we've so I'd all be had like, those we're oh, like i'm
1: going to lunch uh, in a lot of makeup <laughs> and a strange outfit at
2: 3 p.m <laughs> yeah. So I'll don't even. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna work through lunch. Oh yeah. Oh, that was such a long lunch. Yes. I had a, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just Santa gonna Monica and back. lunch yeah. a
1: Sandwich in my mouth oh my while God. I sit yeah. at my desk.
2: My so My second stress. lunch. Yeah. You're like I'm not auditioning because that's my passion. Do you this ever wonder if passion.
0: your neighbors are like, what do they
2: do? Because
0: yes. you are always leaving the outhouse in a weird outfit.
2: Oh, I think it because they can hear me sometimes doing oh. like VO oh, wow. auditions where I'm like screaming, yes. and like catching on fire or oh, something.
1: That's like you can hear they, me in yeah. my closet being like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I what are they doing in
0: there? <laughs> Everybody get down!
1: This is a lady cop. Sometimes I just need to go into my bedroom closet <laughs> and just uh, let out the voices, <laughs> let,
0: let the voices out. Honestly, there is probably a little therapy. To that, oh let out the voices. <laughs> um, yep. Have you guys ever ta- ever talked about filming your podcast? Because you have such a great chemistry together, and you're so much fun together. Thank That's you. one thing I wish I would have done from the beginning is started filming my episodes. Um, because I am amazing on camera. You can cough. Let it out. It's all right. Excuse me. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm getting no. over
1: an ear infection. No Sorry. worries. Um, but
0: I, I wish that's one thing I would have done, started filming my podcast from the beginning. It seemed yeah. like a really insurmountable thing to do, but in reality, it probably wasn't that hard. Um, do you guys ever want to do that?
1: Absolutely. But mm-hmm. I think Amanda and I are both like, we are just... I, we are getting this in every week by the skin of our teeth <laughs> every day we're like
2: is it is it today oh it's, it's today oh okay is it which do Who's you have coming to do on, it this week what okay what yeah and then we're like hello hi thanks for uh listening to the show like you guys it, have great guests too are they all
1: from the
0: ucb the comedy world or um
1: a lot of them are certainly yeah, yeah. friends of ours Old and buddies. then some of them are people that we've uh gone outside of our yeah of circle yeah.
2: yeah so it's it's always different Mm -hmm. I
0: want to talk a little bit more about improv. Mm -hmm. Um, I... I did it for several years at Acme Comedy Theater, which is now sort of defunct, and it's like a rental space now. Yay. Um, yeah, yay. So <laughs> glad I spent all that time and money <laughs> and investing it's in tears. It's
2: a We lucked out, and we hit it, like, right at the goal oh, line. Oh, but yeah. otherwise, yeah. I, I joined the UCB
1: before they even had their own theater. Yeah. In New York? In New York, wow. yeah. It was, like, right on the ground
0: floor. Were
1: uh. you with Jamie Dembo? Mm-hmm.
0: That's how you found me, right? Because Jamie was on my podcast. That sounds right. I think she posted about being on my show or something. And I had already followed you guys, I think, um, on the Insta. But um, <laughs> I'm fascinated with with the hierarchy of the improv schools here yeah. and how um, big shows are finding their talent. Because I really, again, hindsight's always 2020. I look back and I think, why did I waste all those years at Acme? I should have gone to UCB or Groundlings or whatever. Because that seems to be where so many of the talent pool is still being pulled from for Mm -hmm. sitcoms and half hours and, you know, um, and do you guys find that improv is still a viable source for like, are, are people still going to improv shows and like scouting comedy? Or do you think that it's sort of, um, I don't know. Are we getting burnt out with improv?
1: I think the answer is yes. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I think it's both. I think they, they, a lot of,
2: Mm -hmm. uh, like a true improv. (laughs) person yes and. yes and i think the answer the is always
0: <laughs> that was oh a little God. preview of betsy's class <laughs> the answer is always yes
1: so yeah i mean i, I do think they do scout still mm-hmm. and and i do know that I, so i teach improv oh i said that already. Yeah. i teach improv there and a lot of my students are there because because their agent or manager said or to go said, there, yeah. go take classes there. It's that there. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not because they're passionate about the art form that <laughs> right. I've dedicated my life adult to. life to. Yeah. So uh, that's really weird. But then also, I do feel like I'm starting to see because because at some point well then everyone has that under their belt and on their resume so yeah. what what makes what, what sets ma- you apart exactly how is it See, special for me
0: i always looked at ucb and groundlings and stuff like that as more of like the community of meeting other people 100%. and other actors so a lot of the people that i did improv with now n- don't really hang out anymore they've all kind of gone their separate ways and they've all gone to other places right Whereas at UCB you get on your team and you support each other, and then when you get it big, you bring your buddies from your team. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like you're, in my you're part mind, of a generation of yeah, comedians. Yeah. yeah, in my mind, that's sort of what it was. like. Same thing with groundlings. Like all the groundlings bring on their groundlings buddies that they've been performing with for decades because mm-hmm. the groundlings literally have never changed in decades. Um, <laughs> hashtag I'm a little bitter, um, <laughs> but uh, it, that's to me what was appealing about a UCB or an improv group. Yeah
2: um that's what was appealing to me yeah so when we when we were there nobody ucb wasn't a place to become famous no um like amy had just gotten snl and horatio would come and that would be it basically like as far as like recognizable people from the theater i
1: would go to ascat and andy richter was there and that was like oh my god (laughs) yeah he is I think he so lives famous. in most people. So
2: everyone doing it did it because they wanted to learn the art form mm-hmm. and they were interested in that community.
0: And that challenging. Yeah. It, it wasn't about,
2: there. oh, I need to get better at acting. It was like, what is the Herald? What is this long what form? Like, how does this work? And who and are these every- awesome people? And yeah. we would all hang out Friendship. after every show and you mm-hmm. got to know everybody. And, and yeah, it was a really amazing community to be a part of it was very different it was really small becoming famous (laughs) we used to like sleep out to get classes and to
1: like sign up for a class because there was no internet
2: there was no internet (laughs) or or there was but we just didn't harness it they didn't have it it wasn't in the the power of our phone everyone's like like, writing out receipts handwritten receipts and being like okay you didn't get it now because it's full oh yeah that's right. you had to do it in person or mail it yeah wow
1: yeah But yeah, I mean, and also everyone was broke. Yep. And everyone had nothing but time. Uh -uh. And so we just put all of our time into this theater. Yeah. And And that's something I too. Like we all worked
2: there in one way or another. Like I would run the school on the weekends. Yeah. And then uh, if I needed extra money, I could always be like, can I fix the seats in the theater Mm -hmm. or can I help with, you know, or I would coach or, you know, like Mm -hmm. there was always a space like that place also lifted us up. It sounds like a community. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like that's what UCB in New York, everything I've heard about it was a community. And then they brought it out here. And the same thing with second city. I feel like second city in Chicago was a community. And I don't know that it's quite, taken off as much here I mean the second it's a
1: community but it's It's, yeah it's definitely a smaller community it's different yeah um how do you
0: how do you when you guys call yourselves comedians Mm -hmm. do you do stand-up is that the or do you feel like Mm -hmm. you're comedic actors because that's what I refer to myself as I've done stand-up um, I would love to do it more, but it just feels like such a massive amount of time yeah. and dedication that you really have to it love is. it. It's a it whole is. other thing. It's a yeah. whole
1: muscle. that, And yeah. if you don't work it out mm-hmm. all the time, it atrophies. And yeah, uh, I call myself a comedian, too. but I don't do stand up. The yeah. closest thing I've done is um, like characters mm-hmm. at a stand-up club but uh <laughs> but yeah that I, actually sounds fun I yeah it was fun you know like it was a hundred years ago but anyway um but yeah I just do comedic acting
2: that's yeah it. yeah that's how I am too yeah.
1: um and I call and, myself a and then just
2: from doing improv for so long you become like a comedic writer in your head and yeah so the way you show up is more of that of a comedian
0: mm-hmm. do you feel like your um your kids are just like all kinds of wonderful material like every time I die do- I mean I just have one but her just her alone generates enough like like ridiculousness in my life I can only imagine when you guys having three each that you're like this is nuts I gotta write this down or I gotta I mean, like remember to share this that's story the genesis of our show yeah. In yeah. a lot of ways yeah. yeah
1: we're just like my kid did the craziest <laughs> shit the yeah. other day I gotta tell you like i asked my son to see i realized that my three-year-old has been singing this drag queen song oh uh, fun lips Na- eyes
2: nails hair oh, no,
1: it's um it's naomi small's legs and it was like they tried to put me on the cover of vogue but my <laughs> legs were too long legs legs like and this is whole song and i caught my three-year-old singing it the other day i was like what the fuck where and so <laughs> i filmed him take he i filmed him doing it and i was like hey can you do that he was like playing the harmonica i'm like can you do The song Legs, and he's like, Oh, sure. Goes into the bathroom, closes the door, opens the door, and then starts (gasps) like, Do it was so. Oh my god, I love it. Anyway, I'm so happy about that. I'm happy about Um, that too. I'm gonna send you the video. I cannot wait to see
2: it. I cannot wait to see it. You put
0: that stuff on the internet (laughs) (laughs) and make some money. (laughs) Do people ever ask you guys if you want your kids to be actors? Because I get asked all the time, all the
2: time. time. Uh, Yeah, uh, my son auditions for VO a lot mm. and then uh we get stopped because of the girls are identical twins i get stopped a lot and they're like like sometimes i can't tell if it's legit or not so most times i'm like okay uh the last time i was in target some guy was like come to this kid actor thing oh. and then he was like um seriously i don't think you know what twins are and i just looked at him and i was like <laughs> oh i know what twins what?
1: are. Excuse me? I don't yeah. think
2: you know what twins uh-uh. are. I what? was like, you need to go. going. I know what they are. They are. They have changed my home. And how old are I, they? I almost said ruined. How old didn't. are your twins? I said
0: changed real quick. They have There's ruined. six. <laughs> There's six. There's yeah. a lot of money in that. There's a lot
2: of That's, I know. Twins. I know. And they are like unique looking. They're like little Lindsay Lohan looking or like the Olsen twins. Like they have like strawberry red hair and these piercing blue husky eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't have the, I mean, I have the blue eyes, but then not piercing husky ones. No, there's a, <laughs> you have husky eyes. You don't blue have eyes. like
1: ice cold. Ice cold yeah.
2: eyes where they, they're like white walkers. They are.
1: They do. <laughs> they have white
2: walker eyes. Yeah. Oh man. Game of Thrones. We missed out. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Next time they're making well, a, cause it's also a sequel like, or something. My son will do VO reads and has comments on the script. And so part of me is like, I don't know if this would be a good thing. Because if you go in there and you're like, people don't actually talk this way. So I've made some adjustments. Like Because he, he's always really into like why do they say the name every time they say a line people don't do that maybe I'm he like, wants to be a
0: writer maybe I mean, he should be a writer i know
2: well it sounds like, like a
1: good straight man to me yeah yeah um excuse me when you talk why do you always say your name <laughs> no one talks like that what's your deal <laughs> it's really
0: he's the one calling everyone yeah. on their
2: bullshit yeah, yeah. That's he'll be like, treatment. I don't want to read that part. I Everybody just don't get it. And one. I'm like, wow, you're so picky. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm like, I'll do any part. And I will say whatever you want, whenever you want, if you're paying me. I it can be bought.
1: I have a lazier version of that story, which is when our oldest was a baby, like six months old, we got invited to go on an audition. My husband took him to the audition, long line of babies. The thing got like, it. it you know, they got backed up, as they do at every yeah. audition, and it they were there forever and he was like fuck this and so we've never done it again Yeah, we we're just like fuck that no. no, I don't got time
0: yeah I have a hard enough time getting myself to auditions yeah. sometimes I don't then also want to like double that with her because I also have sort of a little ginger kid with blue yeah. eyes and she's got a lot of personality yeah and i think that she could do well but also she doesn't really express express any interest right in doing it
1: well here's the other thing she likes
0: to draw and this is yeah. not always a very <laughs>
1: uh well received thing but i'm gonna lay it out anyway there. Um, the part of me that needs to perform mm-hmm. is not necessarily the most healthy and well-adjusted part of me. What? Um, and so I don't necessarily want my kids to be led to by that, that same yeah. sort of yeah. neuroses that I'm led by where I'm like, yeah. like me, watch me, clap for me. <laughs> Let me please you. What yeah. do you want? I'll do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: Listen, I think as actors, we all have a little bit of that Tinkerbell in us. You know, we need applause to live. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, if that's I- Nice way, to it. A right. nice way to say it is it a
1: nice way to say it. I need your attention. I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm like Tinkerbell. I told my instead neurotic. of what
1: I imagine, which is like uh, the little girl from the No Rain video by Melonhead That's just me. in a bee costume, melon- you have bee. to look up the well, Melon.
0: Melonhead. Why <laughs>
1: Melonhead. What the fuck is Melonhead? That's a new band. We'll Lemonhead?
0: Start. That's the name of your new the improv That's,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Look up on YouTube years ago at Acme Comedy Theater, now defunct. Um, I did for one of my big like sketch shows um a video where i was the bee girl all grown up and i'm running all over la in a bee costume oh i think i've seen that you might have seen it um and i go to like pink's hot dogs i go to like the cemetery and like i run into some homeless people um so i literally like went all over and like people on youtube were like that bees had a lot of honey I was oh. like, Is that a fad joke? I'll take it. Um, I'm like, I don't care. It's a comment. Yay. Uh, but it was like a million years ago. And um, I just loved doing stuff like that. But I tell my husband, I'm like, I'm always disappointed when I walk into a room and people don't applaud. Like, I feel that need yeah. that you feel. And you feel like where you're like, I'm here. Why isn't anyone looking at yeah. me? Yeah. It's obnoxious and it's annoying, but I <laughs> admit that I have this problem. <laughs> I own it.
2: Yeah. Um, now, does I, your kid pay attention to you? Totally. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when I'm like, hey, you mean like, do, does she applaud for me? Like, if you came into the room. So, my kids are doing this thing where they don't pay attention to me. I walk into the room. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I'm home. And they're all like, hmm, same. And it's just like, fuck. Are they yeah. watching TV when they're doing it? Sometimes. Sometimes yeah. they're just doing their own thing. They're just like, oh, yeah, hey.
0: I get a. I usually get a hi, mommy, and then she'll tell me some. Really long story that goes nowhere from her day, yeah. and I'm like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then what? Oh,
2: this is. Great. I decided I like the color purple because it's a good
0: play. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good play. that is really intense. I like that a little play. girl would be like six year old. The color
1: purple really speaks to the me. The color
0: purple. I feel like they should make this into a movie, Mommy. Well, I <laughs> <Mommy, laughs> you should mommy, say I that. Mommy, I
1: felt weird that they took the lesbianism out when they took it from book to screen. <laughs> to screen, because Oprah wasn't comfortable. No.
0: Um, I think you guys are fantastic, and I think you're so funny together. Aww. Please start filming your podcast so we can see your faces. Thank you. Pray about it. Get back to me. Um, <laughs> but uh, I want to tell everybody really quickly where they can find you, where they can find your podcast, and
1: go. Well, you can find Why Mommy Drinks anywhere you get a fine podcast. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> Stitcher and iTunes and all that crap. Google Play and all yeah. that. Yeah. And then we have a an Instagram, which yes. is at Why Mommy Drinks Podcast. Yeah. And that's kind of our main thing, right? Yeah, we have a Facebook
2: on- group too, which uh, you can join. Uh, there's one for the show, but then there's also an actual group where you can all these mothers and parents from around the world and some and you people don't not even be, parents yeah, yeah some of them
1: are you know my brother's in there yeah
2: <laughs> yeah there's like a, uh, a a validation of not wanting to have kids sometimes in them <laughs>
1: absolutely and that's how the yeah i feel like our show works well on yeah. all of those fronts but yeah a lot of people in our group say like i love this this is the best mom group because everyone's really nice and non-judgmental and, and supportive yeah. yeah which is sort of what our show is about yeah
0: that's awesome i'm terrible at my face i have a facebook group and i will forget get for weeks to post it and be like oh crap mm. and then i'll just spam everybody <laughs> yeah. in the group all day and then go another week. well they all <laughs> so
2: have taken it so it's like yeah. everyone around the country just kind of posting their own shit show stories mm-hmm. and then backing each other up and being like this is why i'm drinking tonight and they like will say things. so it's nice because it's turned into a really supportive community
1: yeah it's like we planted a little seed and then we like left and came back and it was just like yeah. everywhere blooming. Yeah, yeah blooming yeah.
0: Oh, I love that, you guys. Well, I'm going to put up information about your show and links to where people can find it and the episode that I was on because after everybody else on your show, just mine. Um, (laughs) No, (laughs) I'm going to put all of that up on motherhoodinhollywood.com. Thank you guys for your time and for coming over. I really appreciate it. I wish you so much success with your podcast. Thank Thank you. you. All right, you guys, that's going to do it for me. Remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Balls.